Good morning, this is Tim Carter, and welcome to Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS. Let's Talk is a one-hour program devoted to issues and developments that are of importance to Sedalia and the surrounding communities. With each hour dedicated to a subject, many times with expert guests joining the hosts, Let's Talk can probe deeply into the issues of the week. Let's Talk is hosted by Ron Tolner, John Meehan, and Tim Carter. Good morning, and welcome to another session of Let's Talk on KSIS Radio. Uh, today in studio, we have uh, two young ladies who are very active with the uh, concept of business development in our area. In fact, uh, I would say that the key word today is entrepreneurship, uh, because both of these programs uh, deal with that very concept. And uh, just as a reminder, in studio, we have uh, Tim Carter, John Meehan, and myself, Ron Toller. So as we start this today, we might uh, ask our two guests, and those guests are Kelly Asbury with the Small Business Development Center, and also Sydney Kevness with the um, One Million Cups organization. Before we dive into uh, details, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your history, guys. Uh, what uh, education history? Uh, what you've done in this world up till now and uh, how you ended up getting where you are now. And Anyway, provide a good bridge to a further discussion of just what you're doing. Um, so One Million Cups Sedalia was developed by the Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City. Um, it's a free nationwide program designed to educate, engage, um, and accelerate early stage startups. Um, it's believed that the notion for the entrepreneurs is that they can discover solutions and thrive when they collaborate over a million cups of coffee. Um, so that's where the name originated. It's always free, no hidden fees or anything, um, and just the benefit of getting in front of an audience, um, talking about your startup, and networking with like-minded people in your community. Um, so Sedalia One Million Cups chapter was born out of the Economic Development Office in 2016. Um, there are chapters surrounding communities everywhere, and each of them are different. Uh, for example, where they're held, how many community organizers that they have, um, etc. But typically, One Million Cups chapters meet every Wednesday. From what I was told, this gets people used to it being in their schedule, and they just bank on that being a day where they go, drink coffee, listen to awesome excuse me, awesome presenters. But when we first started out, we tested the waters of holding 1 million cups the first Wednesday of every month. And here we are six years later thriving. We have changed and adapted like um, anyone through the pandemic. And we hosted 1 million cups virtually over Facebook Live. And people like that so much that we continued to go live on Facebook even whenever we were back in person. Um, so even if you can't physically be there at Thompson Conference Center on State Fair's campus, um, you can catch our presenters for that month on, on Facebook Live. Um, so that's kind of where we... Who, who you've been listening to is uh, Sydney Kavnes with uh, the Sedalia Pettis County Development Corporation. She is the coordinator of One Million Cups. I think she's trying to get away from talking to us a little bit about her history, but I'm not going to let that happen. So back up just a second, Sydney, and where did you come from? Um, so like Ron said, my name is Sydney Kavnes. I'm originally from Centralia, Missouri. Um, I attended William Woods University in Fulton from 2013 to 2018, uh, where I received my bachelor's and master's degrees. Um, I met my husband, John, there. Um, typical kids, got married, um, and then I already had a dog named Zeus. 
Um, and now we have a son named Drew that will be two in September. Um, and so that's kind of where I came from and my background. And I um, moved here to Sedalia in 2019, and we've been happy here ever since. Excellent. Kelly Esbury, why don't you step up, say a little bit about yourself, and give us a little bit of an introduction, at least, into the small business uh, development uh, process, that okay. program. Sure. So um, I've, I've spent the majority of my life as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner. Um, I am a State Fair Roadrunner, graduated from State Fair in 2001, went out on my own and opened a business at that point where I feel like I got my doctorate um, in the School of Hard Knocks, and then went back and got the business degree, um, Central Methodist, uh, located here in Sedalia, or, well, I guess Fayette, but we've got one on State Fair's campus. Um, no plugs, right? Okay, anyway. Um, majority of my career, I was a hairstylist, so cosmetology industry, uh, service industry. I've, I've done a little bit of insurance, uh, real estate, construction, and I even worked a little bit as a corrections officer, but that didn't go well. So anyway, um, aside from that, I mean, the Missouri Small Business Development Center, we are essentially business consultants. We do that at no cost uh, due to a, a terrific funding structure and um, really provide business consulting at every level. So, hey, I've got this great idea. I want to go into business or I'm ready to take it to the next level and grow this business or I've been in business 30 years now. How do I get out of this mess? And kind of anything in between. So that's the short of it. Now, you're the original director of this program, are you not? I'm not. You're not. I am okay. Not. So, so, so how long has it been around, and what's a little bit of the history of uh, small business development? Okay, so it our our center uh, originated in Warrensburg at, at um, UCM, and when they decided not to uh, re-up their contract in 2016, actually Jessica Craig, our uh, economic development specialist here in Pettis County, she was working at State Fair at the time, and she is the originator, I guess, to make Missouri SBDC at State Fair Community College happen. Um, I came on board in 2017. There was some, um, well, Jessica went to economic development. Uh, there was another director for a short period, and then I came on board in, in May of 2017 and have been on board since. So. Okay, excellent. So, Sydney, back to you for a second. We talked to, with uh, Kelly just now about the uh, the birth of, of her program. Um, with regard to One Million Cups, uh, I'm guessing that they didn't reach out to you, but uh, you all saw something that brought that to your attention, and you all ended up contacting the Kauffman Foundation. Yes. So... Um like I mentioned before, um, One Million Cups for Sedalia, um, Pettis County, was started in 2016. Um, and One Million Cups is tied to the Economic Development Office because when our office went through a strategic planning process in 2015, um, we had stakeholders that came together to explore, and one of the task forces was entrepreneurship. And so One Million Cups um, was one of the achievements that the stakeholders pursued. Um, and then the task force no longer exists um, because those objectives were met. And as a result of that, the task force, excuse me, the task force was no longer needed for our community. So that's kind of where that came from. 
So with the program being around that long now, and, and I'm, I'm not a consistent attendee at the One Million Cups sessions, which again are Wednesday mornings at uh, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. out at uh, State Fair Community College and in which building? Um, so there, it's actually the first Wednesday of the month, of each month. Um, and like you said, it's at 9 o'clock. And then it's actually held in the Thompson Conference Center. Um, which, what building is that, Kelly? Is that the, the Science, Heckert Science Allied Health Center. So um, right there in the back of campus in between um, the state fairgrounds and the college. So since you've started that, you've obviously had a lot of people come through the door and, and give their presentations, uh, which again, if I recall correctly, uh, it's not a huge time commitment on their part because it's it's something like, what, a six-minute presentation and then 20 minutes of Q&A uh, from the audience with them. Yes. So um, we have two presenters every month, um, six-minute presentations, you know, give or take. It doesn't have to be exactly six minutes um, um, because, you know, some people get nervous and getting up there and talking and we're like, it's really, you know, not a big deal. You know, our attendees um, and everyone, you know, that is in our audience, they're always really awesome, ask really good questions. Um, and so, like you said, six minutes for the presentation and then a 20-minute question-answer session. And again, the question-answer session does not have to be 20 minutes, um, but, you know, we allot that time in there just for presenters each to have fair amounts of, of presenting and then a fair time um, for questions, too. Um, and then, you know, we always end with the question, um, what can we as a community do to help you be successful? Because I think a lot of the times, you know, presenters that we have for our chapter get up there and, you know, they think that they're helping us fill a presentation spot, which you are, but we are honestly there to help them and help them be successful and grow in our community because um, without them, there wouldn't be a chapter of One Million Cups in our community. And I think with regard to the organization of those Wednesday presentations, isn't the, the kind of the last question that gets asked is, what can we do to help you budding entrepreneur? What can we do to make you successful? Yes, absolutely. Um, that is a question that we ask every time. And um, it's anywhere from most of the time, please help spread the word because um, to be a, a presenter for One Million Cups, and this is nationwide, um, you have to be less than five years old. Your business has to be. Um, so a lot of the times it is, please spread the word, tell people, you know, this is who I am. It's in our community. Um, and other times it's, you know, share my post on Facebook or come to my pop-up event or, you know, really, it's it's anything you need it to be. So um, we get a wide range of answers, but um, mostly it's spreading the word. Great, great. Let's jump back to Kelly uh, with Small Business Development Center. How do people end up coming to your door? How do they find you? That's a great question, um, and that wasn't on the list of questions, by the way. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's largely through partnerships that we've built, um, whether it's with One Million Cups, Sydney Economic Development, uh, Chamber of Commerce's Wilson Tolner. Um, I mean, it's, we've got some great relationships where um, 
where other partner organizations may be working with those small business owners and they don't know about us, we have no marketing dollars. Uh, that's not in our budget. So it, it, we heavily rely on the word of mouth to let people know that we're, we're around. And you have a lot of things on your menu as far as what you can do to help these uh, starting entrepreneurs. Maybe take a few minutes and just talk about the services you provide. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, obviously, the one-to-one the -one consulting, and that is at no cost to our, to our clients um, because we're funded to do so. We provide a lot of very business-specific trainings. Uh, when I say business-specific, it could be introduction to starting your own business or uh, QuickBooks trainings or some cybersecurity. I mean, it's, it really is very specific. Um, in addition to that, we've got specialists. I'm not a specialist in everything. There's no way I can be. So across the state, our organization um, has various specialists. So we've got uh, people in the technology, uh, you know, the newest, greatest widget, whatever that happens to be, that's their specialty field. Um, intellectual property, uh, technology, or I said technology, sorry, agriculture. So, and a lot of that we rely on our extension partners. Uh, we bring them in for, for some consulting. Um, good grief. We've got um, growth services. So, in other words, we've got specialists that that's what they do. They elevate, uh, take those people to the next level, um, and they've got various partnerships that they work with. So, I mean, there's, there's essentially no one that I can't reach out to uh, to get a specialist in some area. Well, I know if, uh, again, through your website, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give our uh, listeners the uh, details on the website, contact phone numbers, and so forth as we get into the program. But on your website, it certainly makes reference to a lot of things that you get involved with, writing a business plan, uh, writing a market plan, actually helping assist in finding funding options for the new business. Uh, and one thing that really surprised me on there, um, which you don't think of in regard to a new business, but I even saw a reference to succession planning. Absolutely. Uh, Most people plan to go into business, but they don't plan on what it looks like when they get out of business. So, so really your goal is to, not to put words in your mouth, but it's kind of to help them from A to Z. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Good morning again to this session of uh, Let's Talk in studio today. We have uh, my cohorts, John Meehan and uh, Tim Carter. And our guests today are uh, in the area of entrepreneurial assistance. Uh, and those guests are Sydney Cavnas and uh, Kelly Asbury. Uh, Sydney with A Million Cups and uh, Kelly with Small Business Development Center. Um, so you both have been around for a while or your organizations have been around for a while. Do you have any idea at this point of how many different parties you have assisted or that have ran through your programs? All right, I got heads going up and down. One of you take it. So I checked this morning just to make sure I knew. Um, right now we've got what we call active clients in our system at 1,144. So Now, are those ones that you continue to have? Some, yes. Really? I, I would say at this point um, a little over 200 
when I say active, active, I mean we're working with them sure. in some capacity or another. So, Since you're housed with State Fair uh, Community College, and, and, and actually this is part of their program or programs, um, I'm guessing that you're, you're not limited to Pettis County because obviously State Fair is not limited to Pettis County. Is it, is it primarily meant to assist individuals in the area that uh, State Fair Community College serves, or do you even go beyond that? So ours, um, when I say our center, there's 12 centers in the state of Missouri, uh, small business development centers. Our center serves largely what uh, State Fair does. So we, we actually serve 13 counties. State Fair serves 14. And we offset by a county or two um, in the areas that we serve. But yes, we, we cover 13 counties. And it's interesting that of the, all the centers across the state, yours is the only one that's really tied to a uh, community college. We Just are the only one, yes. Where, so real briefly, are the others standalone entities, or are they tied to other organizations? Each, each uh, host is what we call them. Um, the institution matches dollars to federal dollars. Uh, MU Extension is kind of the the hub for the state of Missouri and then they subcontract with these different host institutions and then the host institutions match the dollars that um, the Small Business Administration MU um, provide and uh, that's how we are able to do what we do and cover the state. So Sydney, any idea of the kind of numbers that have gone through Million Cups since its beginning? So ironically enough, Kelly you said yours was 1144? Um, you can look right here so you know I'm not pulling your leg. We have assisted in 144 <laughs> businesses um, since the startup. So that's kind of ironic because uh, we were talking before the show started about, you know, how intertwined uh, the Missouri Small Business Development Center and Sedalia One Million Cups chapter are. So, I mean, the numbers just go to show that they're similar as well. Yeah, so people we need to get in right, there. Right, right, yeah. So, um Yes, we've assisted in 144 businesses uh, that are less than five years old, um, and we participate in continued education to continue serving those businesses as well. So I, I do know that to be on a million cups, basically the businesses have to apply, and it goes yes. through an approval process with, with uh, what, you and, and your board, or uh, how's that work? Um, so we have community organizers, um, and those are strictly volunteer positions. Um, Kelly is actually one of the community organizers that help us. Um, and we have a, a back end of the One Million Cups Sedalia website, um, and you just go to One Million Cups Sedalia, and you go in. dot com? Yep, dot com. Um, and then um, you go in and you just press apply now. And once you fill out your application, it'll take you less than five minutes. Um, and that'll come to our end. And usually that's me looking over the applications. Um, and as long as you're in Missouri, really, um, you, and you're less than five years old, um, we're happy to have you um, as, as a presenter for One Million Cups. Um, and I heard you and Kelly kind of talking about, you know, residents outside of Pettis County. Um, we accept startups anywhere in Missouri, like I mentioned. Um, 
you know, although it's flattering to get applicants from other states, uh, we like to keep presenters local, um, as we believe that is what has worked for our chapter the best. Um, and we like to continue to serve our community and other entrepreneurs that we currently have here. Um, and I will say, though, most of our applicants that turn to presenters are from the surrounding nine counties here. And it is an application process, so it's not a guarantee that everybody that applies uh, can can be a part of One Million Cups or be a presenter, I should say. Correct. Um, so um, I guess the, the point being, um, you're, you are there, your organization is there, again, for budding businesses, for for people trying to get started, uh, the spirit of entrepreneurship, uh, and those are really the key elements what, of what you're looking at when you uh, approve someone. Yes, absolutely. And I, I just, I mentioned kind of briefly before, um, you know, it's not this daunting task of you have to present and you, you know, we never want someone to feel like you have to come on and present. Um, we want it to be beneficial for the presenters. So um, just with that, we, we never want someone to feel pressured into doing so. So we're here for you whenever you're ready. So for, for those that are listening um, with the application process, is that something you have to fill out in order to come and attend? Or is that something uh, that just presenters might want to fill out? Say somebody's curious and wants to check it out, could they could just check it out? Or should they apply first? And Yeah, that's a great question. So um, the for presenters, those are the only people that you have to apply to come. Um, if you are just coming to be a fly on the wall, sit in the audience, see, listen, you know, whatever, what it's about, um, that it's always free. You don't have to sign up in advance. You just, if you wake up on the first Wednesday of a month and you're like, I think I want to come to One Million Cups, come on. You don't have to sign up or anything. So that was a great question. So as far as the presentations go, um, you know, what do you, what kind of presentations do they give? They share about their business. They share different ideas. Um, what could somebody expect to hear uh, when they come? Thank you for asking that because I get kind of one track mind and then I forget, you know, there's people that have not attended. So um, with that, it's really whatever the presenter wants it to be. Um, but for the most part, we talk about, so you can either have a presentation that you have on PowerPoint um, or whatever. Um, and then, you know, if you have that on a flash drive, um, we have computer and presentation access. So that's not something that you have to bring yourself. So um, if you have a, like I said, a presentation, you can have that pulled up and you can say, this is me, this is what I'm about. This is how old my business is. This are, these are the struggles that I've had. Um, or, you know, if you're more of an off-the-cuff talker, um, you can just kind of blurb about, you know, your business and um, what you want people to know about you. So, and that's, again, the six-minute presentation that we talked about earlier. So, I guess with what you are doing through One Million Cups, it's probably not unusual for you to have referrals to Kelly. Correct. A lot of our, our um, businesses and people that we serve are tied hand in hand for sure. So Kelly, how do, how do the people reach out to you for, for your program and your assistance? And I guess a part of that question is, um, are there situations where you actually 
need to turn people away? Um, that's a great question. So, I mean, as far as reaching out to me, they oftentimes are reaching out uh, through the college or through the learning force, which is where I'm housed. Um, that they can certainly call or email me. Um, you're going to provide that information you said, so I won't. Uh, as far as turning people people away, I have yet to turn anybody away. Um, we are tasked with working with small business. So small business, in most cases, the majority of the people that we work with are two to two to ten, two to ninety nine employees. Um, which I know that's a broad range, but that's really the majority of what we work with. However, um, there are some small businesses that may look very large to some other people, uh, you know, up to 500 employees, or they're doing several million in sales, uh, could still be classified as small business. Um, the Small Business Administration really classifies that in the, the NAICS code or the North American Industry Classification System and that defines what a small business is. Um, I've had several people reach out from nonprofits. That is not what we're tasked to do, but if there's a way that I can help anyone, I do. Uh, SBA, the Small Business Administration, uh, also likes to know that we are supporting uh, other organizations and um, even you know nonprofits. If, if we're able to help them, then we do. And you know, it's interesting that uh, you bring up the nonprofits because I can, I can certainly see a need there, and I can remember back in my working life, uh, the not-for-profits that uh, that we worked with. You know, they have they have their goals. They they know what they want to accomplish in the way of benefits uh, to the community, the area, or whatever. But uh, the business side of things is often not their forte. Right. Right. Um, most of the questions that I've gotten from nonprofits are more, um, well, most recently would be CARES-related or, or COVID-related um, grants or things that are out there, which it's not an area that I'm in so much uh, for the nonprofit sector anyway, so I, I'm not always able to provide a lot of guidance. Um, we do try to refer them to people that can help them. So, you know, if there's, if there's a way I can, I do. And if I can't, then I certainly try to make a referral to where they can get that assistance. And as far as other organizations that you work hand-in-hand hand with, I mean, obviously the, the first two that come to mind are the uh, Small Business Association, SBA, and, and also the Missouri Extension Service uh, because they are actually both significant parts of, of your programming and organization. Are there other entities in the area that you find yourselves working with? A lot of entities. I had to write them down this morning. So, well, Give us a um, few. Yeah, I can. So um, probably most recently, the Start Here Network, um, which is Casinger Basin Regional Planning Commission, West Central Community Action Agency, and uh, New Growth. We have partnered together as, as what we call the Start Here Network, and really that encompasses... Um, economic development, our small business development center, and New Growth has a revolving loan fund that is designed for those people who, who don't necessarily qualify for traditional lending or um, even SBA lending. Sometimes that's they're just not quite ready for that either. So, um, I mean, essentially there's, 
you've got the a, a combination of organizations that can help a small business get going, get the funding that they need, uh, get the economic development support. So that's a really strong partnership. Uh, we've done some ventures with Pioneer Trails uh, Regional Planning Commission, Sedalia, obviously, Pettis County Economic Development, Johnson County Economic Development. Um, they're a strong partner. They are actually investing dollars into a consultant for our center that serves uh, Johnson County. So um, aside from that, we have great partnerships with Wilson Tolner, and I'm not, you know, as a plug, but thank you for, for providing. Um, every year we can, we can lean on you for uh, an instructor for the specialist in the accounting field for our Launch U program, which is a, it's a, a boot camp essentially to help businesses get up and going. Um, and then aside from that, we've got a great partnership with Ms. Uh, Marshall, Saline County Economic Development, and many, many chambers of commerces in our 13 county regions. So tremendous partnerships. I would think it's probably fair to say that it's rare for you to have a boring day uh, you know with all of the contacts that you have and everybody you deal with. The best part of my job, and I do love my job, is I do something literally every day different. Again, good morning to uh, Let's Talk on KSIS Radio. Uh, in studio today with uh, Tim Carter, John Meehan, and I, uh, Ron Toller, are uh, two of our individuals with, uh, I would call it, business development in the area. Uh, and again, those individuals being Sidney Kevness uh, and Kelly Asbury with their respective organizations, uh, One Million Cups for Sydney and the Small Business Development Center for Kelly. Um, let's talk a little bit about other people that are involved in, 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 this, uh, in this endeavor. Uh, and maybe, Sydney, uh, just start out with you, uh, because obviously you guys are not lone rangers in, in what you do. You do depend on others, um, and uh, you do defend, depend on uh, financing, obviously. might not hurt to throw that out there too as far as the financing sources for you guys so combination question personnel and financing okay I think I can do that um, so we have a lot of you know supporting personnel uh, supportive cast um, that go into one million cups um, you know we have um, in the past of course we mentioned earlier um, the the name behind one million cups is that entrepreneurs thrive off of meeting other entrepreneurs and supporting casts over 1 million cups of coffee. Um, and whenever we came back after the pandemic, we kind of thought, well, people like coffee, people like donuts, so we can throw some donuts in the mix. Um, and we actually got an overwhelming um, support of companies that were like, hey, we want to donate, you know, or provide donuts today. And we were like, that's, that's great. So, um, you know, Wilson Tolner and Kelly with the Small Business Development Center, those were two companies that I thought of right off the top of my head um, that were the first to jump in and say, hey, I'll, I'll provide them. So we were always really thankful for that. Um, Ryan Wiedemann is another one that I think of off the top of my head. He is one that comes to 
excuse me, to 1 million cups, I mean, monthly. And I could, I would almost bet money that he would be there every month. So if I was a betting woman. Um, so with, so Remax, um, Ryan and his dad are always really supportive of providing donuts as well. Um, and then as far as um, the, the pandemic goes, to make a long story short, whenever it was, you know, safe to come back and students were back on campus, um, the students were using the Thompson Conference Center for classes just for social distancing. And so that wasn't a spot that we could use, and that's what we were using to, to hold one million cups monthly. So um, out of the goodness of his heart, John Swearingen um, over at Lamy's uh, offered up you know, in between the bistro at the time and Josie Records, that spot there just for more of a pop-up feel of One Million Cups. So um, we were really thankful for that. Um, our community organizers, uh, they're just invaluable. Um, Diane Simon is a wonderful businesswoman here in our community, um, and she helps us tremendously with filling our pipeline. Um, I mean, all the way to um, Callis, uh, Lindsay Barnes and Ivy, they run sort of the marketing piece behind that. Um, Kelly, you know, sitting here with me, she helps us run check-in of the day. Um, Emily Westermeyer, um, she runs everything from technology to troubleshooting. I mean, you name it, and she kind of um, is, is there to help out. So we're really thankful for her. Um, and then Anthony Wilson, he's our videographer, um, and he's our cameraman. He's just the best um he edits and puts our videos up so a lot of people go into the mix of making it happen every month it seems seamlessly so um we're really thankful for people like that so kelly what about your side uh you know the the people that are big parts of your organization so locally i mean we we get a lot of state support too out of our lead center um but locally, we're housed within the learning force, which is the workforce development, um, customized training, non-credit side of the college, uh, which really is a good fit for what we do because we support that workforce essentially with entrepreneurship and small business. Um, so in my office, at Emily Westemeyer, again, um, she's she kind of helps me on the grant side of things because we're grant funded. Uh, of course, there's a lot of management be behind that. And then Carla Childers manages our, uh, she's the resource coordinator. So she puts together our marketing or, or our flyers and works with our marketing department at State Fair Community College to uh, get the messages out there about our trainings or, or different things that we might be hosting. Um, in addition to that, I've got to mention our work study uh, right now is Josh Kofal. He is amazing. Um, so little background on Josh and uh, he well deserved. He recently won the national championship, uh, got the Bell Scroggins Award for the top NDA, NPDA speaker and uh, with Allison Sampson won the gold in the N national, uh, basically the national speech and de debate. Um, so Josh does a lot of our phone calls and um, we are tasked not only with providing the services that we do, but SBA, our stakeholders want to know that, all right, we're investing money in you. What, what have you done? Um, where we're 100% confidential with our clients, we still have to provide what we have done throughout the year. So we call that impact collection. We do that once a year annually. 
uh, going back to all of those businesses that we've worked with and finding out those things like are you growing sales or adding jobs or you know did, did how did we help you along the way and that we we can show our stakeholders that because our businesses are doing well we've done our jobs um, so anyway Josh was a huge help in collecting our impact especially this last year so excellent before time gets away from us uh, e each of you two would would you please tell our listening audience the best ways to contact you since I'm already at the microphone sure. so um, Kelly Asbury so um, best way to contact me honestly is through email uh, because we cover a 13 county area I'm not always in the office if I am in the office I'm usually on a zoom call uh, so K Asbury A S B U R Y the number one at sfccmo.edu you can call me and leave a message if I if I don't answer it is 660-596-7350 great and and again so it doesn't get away from us Sydney uh, the best way to reach out to you Yes, so um, again, I can also be emailed. Um, so it's my first name, Sydney, S-Y-D-N-A-E dot Cavness, C-A-V-N-E-S-S at SedeliaMoed.com. Um, and then I can also be reached um, on the phone um, and our office number is 660-827-0884. Uh, Ron kept announcing that I was in the studios, but he hadn't let me talk, but here I am. If you've just joined our show, we're, uh, we're in a third segment uh, of Let's Talk on KSIS uh, 1050. Uh, thank you for listening to us, and we got two fine ladies in our studios today. Uh, so Kelly and Sydney, thank you for taking the time for being here. Uh, I think our listeners would like to know if they have some sort of entrepreneurial spirit about them, uh, what do they need to do? And, and I, I've been fortunate to help out in some of your courses out there, uh, you know, to try to get uh, started. And I can remember, uh, and we won't say names, but there was one gentleman that had attended courses out there and wanted to, uh, he, he makes candy, and he wanted to manufacture and market candy products. And, you know, how unique of that kind of an idea. Uh, and, and so... If someone has that spirit in our community, how can they, what, what do they need to do first? The first thing they need to do is plan for success. Um, it, it's kind of like going to Disney World without a map and you don't have your telephone either. Mm -hmm. and, and so you can help them with that process Absolutely. so they would contact you yeah. uh, and they would have this one-on-one -on -one confidential discussion of what they would like to see and what how you might be able to help them and get that on get them on that path. Absolutely. I mean, I've literally got a startup checklist that you check the boxes on these are the things that I need to do to start a business. Mm -hmm. Um, big proponent of business planning, though. Well, absolutely. And I can tell you, as an old retired banker, and I'm sure that Ron, as an old retired accountant, you know, you, there are certain documents that bankers want to see. You know, what's your plan? And that needs to be in writing, and it needs to be pliable and, and workable. And so uh, you've got courses out there at State Fair Community College on campus that that folks who have this spirit can attend to get them started with that. Absolutely. We actually do the Launch You program. Um, we do that at State Fair Community College once a year. Mm -hmm. um, we do have those dates slotted, and I 
did not write them down before I came, but it is always uh, in that January, February time frame. Okay, and if people want to check that, all they got to do is go to the State for Community College website, right? And yes. dig through there, and then they can find out what's going on. That's right. Yeah, okay, excellent. So, um, what kind? What has been maybe the most unique business uh, entrepreneurial situation that's come through and gone through the program? And, you know, again, not mentioning names or classified information, but has there been uh, some unique ideas that have come across? There have been so many unique ideas. I don't know that I can touch on one. I mean, again, I, I love my job because every day is a new adventure, and it's like I get to live through my clients vicariously, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it, gosh. Well, I've got some technology clients. I've got uh, one in particular with um, I can't I can't speak specifically, but there is some significant intellectual property involved. Okay, well, excellent. So no matter what is on somebody's mind that they think might work, they need to just come and talk to Absolutely. you and kind of bounce that back and forth. Absolutely. Because before they go on one million cups with Sydney, That's they right. need to be a business and they need to be be up and going. And then that right. then one million cups helps them fuel that additional. Uh, momentum of going forward you bet okay well thank you ladies both of you for being in here this morning for, for those that are listening uh, maybe they've kind of gone through this process already uh, maybe they've even gone through the succession planning and and kind of gotten out of that realm and they're listening and thinking well I, I know a lot of these things and maybe i could help out and maybe they've gone through this process uh, maybe even gone through your programs and they've kind of done this successfully maybe even gotten out of business successfully and they're listening and thinking, well, I don't need that information now, but maybe I could provide information to others. How could they get involved with you guys and maybe help you out? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. It's a great question. Um, so volunteer assistance, um, I feel like is, like you mentioned, something that each, you know, any any business can uh, benefit from. Um, so as far as that goes, um, we are always looking for community organizers to help fill the pipeline of presenters that we have for One Million Cups. Um, and so I mentioned my email earlier, but um, if that is something that you'd be interested in and in serving for our community, um, feel free to email. Um, again, that's Sydney, S-Y-D-N-A-E dot Cavness, C-A-V-N-E-S-S at sedeliamoed.com and I'd be happy to get any information to you or um, if you have any questions I'd be happy to answer those as well. Same questions. So uh, we are always looking for um, those experts in the field of, of different areas and um, the willingness to share that with other people. Um, hopefully at no cost we you know like everybody else run on a tight budget and um, Anytime we can get those experts to step in and share their knowledge, and um, it, it benefits our clients tremendously, and sometimes even connects those clients to the expert that they need to be connected with. Um, in addition to that, we we look for sponsors for various uh, trainings. Sometimes, you know, you're a small business owner or entrepreneur. Your money needs to go in your business, and that is the premise of what we do. We're not revenue generating. However, we have certain costs that sometimes are oftentimes our budget doesn't necessarily cover. And uh, so we look for sponsors for providing some of these trainings that, that we provide. And oftentimes that's not a lot of cost. Um, so, you know, 
things of that nature. Um, so what, what, briefly, what are your funding sources? Our, our largest funder is the Small Business Administration. It's the federal. Um, and then State Fair matches those dollars. So State Fair has invested in our program knowing that it's not revenue generating uh, because they feel like that is important for the community that we serve. Uh, so that, that is how we are funded. Uh, that takes care of our salaries, our travel, our uh, some of our training. Most oftentimes we're looking for additional dollars for that. Um, we're able to, we were able to put on another consultant this year. State Fair committed to um, providing some additional funding as well as our federal um, SBA and MU. And we were able to put additional, an additional person because I was the one person show for a while. Um, yeah, and for 13 counties. Anyway, uh, Paige Jones joined us. She is serving the Lake of the Ozarks region, which is part of our region too. So um, again, always looking for dollars to kind of offset some of those costs though, uh, because like any college, budgets are tight, right? Mm -hmm. so. so you've both got a few years behind your programs now. Uh, this is just kind of a general question, but what, what would you say uh, is your biggest accomplishment? I guess I'll go ahead and go. Um, I would say th the biggest accomplishment, you know, we're dealing with small businesses and the the first few years are the most crucial. Um, and so I believe staying cons consistent with um, meetings and just contact over the shutdown of the pandemic um, was huge for a lot of the small businesses. Um, and since beginning in 2016, um, we have hosted and assisted in 144 businesses that are less than five years old. Um, and I know we kind of touched on that earlier, but I, I believe that's important enough to mention again. Um, and then, you know, we participate in continued education courses, um, and that connects us with other communities uh, for best practices, new ideas, um, and mostly, I think I'm most proud of all the faces that we continue to meet while on this journey as well. Okay, Kelly, real quickly, give, give an answer to that same question. Uh, our, our biggest accomplishment was uh, this last reporting year, which would have been 2021. Um, we were the number one overall performing center for the state of Missouri. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, I think that wraps us up for uh, another Let's Talk program. Again, we, we thank our listeners. Uh, you have programming ideas or questions, uh, reach out to us through KSIS. Thank you to our guests today, Sydney and uh, Kelly. And again, Let's Talk.